welcome to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high-impact life. Now, here's Rick. Welcome to another episode of the Point of Impact podcast. I'm Rick McDaniel. It's great to have you joining us again today. And today, you're in for a bit of a treat. I've been doing this podcast now for almost a year, and every single episode has been me talking with no interviews, no other guests on the show at all, and today we're going to change that up for the first time. We are going to have a guest on the show, and it is a really great guest. His name is Danny Gokey. He is an award-winning singer in the Christian music world. He was on American Idol. That's really where he made his name and kind of became uh, famous initially, but he's become very well known. He's won a Dove Award, which is like the Christian version of the Grammys. And last year, he was named Male Artist of the Year at the K-Love Awards, and K-Love is the biggest uh, Christian music station in America. So he's really had some uh, incredible success. And he has had some phenomenal songs that are really, really, really powerful. My personal favorite, The Comeback, which is a song that ties right in with uh, two books that I've written on comebacks. And Tell Your Heart to Beat Again is another very popular song that he's done. And uh, You Just Haven't Seen It Yet is his latest hit song. And it is a fantastic, fantastic song. And he's got... Really, The Fighter is another great song. I mean, he's got a lot of hits, and we're really excited. I'm really excited to be able to share with you uh, an interview that I did with him in which he talked about his life story and his music and, and where he is at in his life. And just to, just to give you a little sort of a, a preview, he is a guy that lost his wife in his 20s. She literally died in, in her 20s right before he started his whole American Idol journey. So it's really an amazing story of what this guy went through just initially. Then he had all the success on American Idol. Then he got a record deal, then lost that record deal, and then got another one, and boom, on his way to success. But he knows a lot about the ups and downs that can take place in any person's life when they're going through uh, uh, challenges and they're trying to be successful. You know, in this in this podcast on Point of Impact, I've talked about success and how to create success in your life. And this guy is a, an example of how you can create success in your life. But along the way, there's some stories to tell, and he's going to share some of those stories with us today. And I'm really excited to be able to have him uh, on on the Point of Ink podcast. And again, I just want to remind you before we get into the interview that rickmcdaniel.com is your best place to go in order to get my books, my articles that I've written, the weekly devotional that you can sign up for, as well as a lot of other stuff. I've been pumping out tons of content during this pandemic, and uh, you can read and listen to all of it by going to rickmcdaniel.com. So I hope you'll do that, as well as uh, give us ratings and and write reviews and and tell us how much you enjoyed this episode. But I'm really excited uh, that for my first interview ever on this podcast, I'm going to be able to introduce to you someone who is a phenomenal artist, uh, is super successful, and has a great story, and as if that isn't enough, really has some very, very insightful things to say and share with us today. So welcome, Danny Gokey. 
Hey, Danny, it's great to have you with us today at RCC. And we're excited to hear your story, to hear you share about your career and ministry, and also to share with us uh, about comebacks and the present season that we're in and, and the challenges that we're facing. But I thought we should start by just hearing about how you started out as a pastor in a local church and ministry so people could understand that the guy that has the big singing career actually started out in the church just like the church win right now. Share with us a little bit about that. Yeah, so my story is a little different uh, because I, I remember, so I started singing when, you know, with my family when I was younger. I'm from a family of four sisters and a brother. Mom and dad had us singing at a young age. But I remember, um, you know, God always put people in my life who were instrumental in in keeping me moving forward in the singing, uh, in the area of singing. Because the singing wasn't something that I really wanted to do, to be honest. I was shy. and and But I guess to make a long story short, I started going to this new church around 19 years old. And um, this pastor, I never wanted to be a lead singer, let me tell you. All I wanted to be was a background singer. It was comfortable singing in the background. But one day he showed up at the church and he handed me the mic. He said, you're leading today. And I looked at him and I was like, no, I'm not. He said, yes, you are. Get out there. You have the goods to lead. And God has called you to this. So with a lot of fear and trembling, I went out and I started, um, and I started leading. And I, I got to say this, and I, I, I kind of loved it. Um, it. It grew on me. And I remember the Lord telling me this, that if I would give my gift over to that local church and serve that church with my, with my gift, if I built that ministry, God would begin to build my ministry. And so I didn't pursue record labels. I didn't pursue a career. I pursued God by serving the people with my gift. And it's, and it's interesting because, you know, you look at society and, and a lot of people would say, well, that's not the way to do it. You got to hustle. You got to make it happen. And for me, God was saying, no. Submit to this pastor, serve under him, and allow him to, you know, to, to sow into your life and build you up and, and watch what would happen. And that's the truth. I served in that ministry for about nine years, leading worship for two locations. Um, he was one pastor, two locations, and the rest is history. Yeah, that's great. That's, and I think a lot of people don't know that and need to know that. So then the rest is history. So you're, doing church ministry, and then you go on American Idol. So just tell us a little bit about that journey. Yeah, so I was working for the church about 40 hours a week, and they couldn't pay me very well, so I had to get a semi-truck driving job. And that's where faith comes in, because faith comes in not knowing, you know, it seemed inconvenient that I'd have to work two jobs to serve at this church, but that's exactly where God had placed me, and God was building my character in this time. Well, since I was gone so much, my first wife, Sophia, would always watch American Idol to fill the time because I was working day and night. I remember it was, we finally got DVR where we could record the TV shows in advance that we wanted to see. American Idol was one of them. And I started watching American Idol and I got hooked. And I remember looking over at her and I said, you know, next year is the last year I could try out for American Idol. I should go do it. And I went and tried, uh, and I remember just saying this, and she was excited, and, and, I, and I went to my pastor, and I said, Pastor, because um, I just prayed, I said, God, you know, you told me to serve here at the church, so uh, give me your blessing through my pastor, and I'll know it's confirmation to go. Or, you know, if he says no, then I'm going to stay here knowing that that's you. I really put my trust 
in that kind of prayer request. And my pastor looked at me and I was surprised. He said, hey, buddy, you know, I think you need to try out, you know, as much as I love having you here. He said, I think you would do really great on that show. And um, I went and tried out. And the rest was history. It's kind of cool how it all, all worked out. Putting that fleece out before God and watching God honor. Because I knew where God had placed me. So to take that big step, I needed God to confirm to me that this was a step that he was in and he did. Yes, yes, that's great. That's great. And people need to hear things like that because sometimes, as you were saying earlier, they think it's all about what they're going to do rather than just being faithful and obedient in the ministry that God has given you and then see and then see what happens. So you have uh, a great deal of success on American Idol and then that that really launches you. So just share a little bit about how you went from American Idol then to a full time singing career. You know, um, when I went on American Idol, the unexpected happened, though. A month before my audition, uh, my first wife passed away. And I had a choice to make, even in that most difficult time. Am I going to still move forward and try out what I believe God has called me to? Or do I just kind of sit back and, I guess, wallow in the broken pieces of my life? And my pastor at the time really encouraged me, said, you got to go do this. And I went on the show. Here's the weird thing. I didn't realize that God was going to use Hollywood to bring healing into my life. And what do I mean by that? God used that TV show to really begin to pull the pieces back together because here's what happened. You know, when we walk through very difficult times, when our dreams are shattered, we find uh, a lack of a reason to live. Dreams, God-given dreams, reignite hope. And that hope reignites the ability to want to live and live life to the fullest. And that's what happened. And I took third place on the show. The dream of life was restored because I was able to see in plain view how God, how God was um, able to take what was meant for evil and use it for my good. And so um, I made it to top three and I signed my first record deal. And, you know, a lot of excitement did my first 52 city tour on that show. I mean, after the show, excited, made a record with the first record deal, had my big launch. And then I got dropped by that record deal right after signing it. And I was like, what? But thank God that God gives us the ability to hear his voice. Because the morning I got dropped from my first record deal, I really felt the Lord whisper something to my spirit. And it was this, I'm transitioning you. And I didn't know what that meant. But little did I know that even, you know, in losing a record deal, God still already had the, the, the plan laid out. And this was just going according to where it needed to go. And so I ended up getting dropped. And it wasn't until, to make a long story short, it wasn't until about five, it wasn't until five and a half years after American Idol that I ended up getting my first number one hit. On, on Christian radio, and that's a whole other story. I signed a new record label several years after getting dropped from my first one, and, and God rebuilt my career from nothing. So let's go back for a moment and talk about the loss of your wife, because in your 20s, to lose your wife is devastating. And when we yeah. talk about setbacks and comebacks, people need to hear from someone who's really experienced 
a significant setback and losing a, a spouse is right up there at the very top. I, I don't wanna bring painful memories back for you, but can you just tell us a little bit about what happened and then how you were able to make a comeback out of that? I mean, I think when, you, when, when it ultimately comes around, you know, the comeback for me was in the biggest, because when I tried out for the show, after losing a spouse, one month after, I remember I was into the Hollywood rounds and I was becoming bitter that I, cause you know, when you lose something that precious to you and your faith is shaken and the enemy begins to whisper in the, when we, in the, I guess he finds a crack and he began to whisper to me lies about who God was. If God really loved you, why did he allow you to go through that? And I begin to buy those, buy into those lies. The, one of the biggest turning points in my life where I believe a comeback started for me, it wasn't actually American Idol. American Idol was, was the blessing that God wanted to give me. But the comeback came with a change of perception of how I looked at the loss that I went through. And this is what I heard the Lord speak because I was really seeking God. I was really mad and upset and hurt that he didn't heal my wife and answer my prayers away. I thought they should be answered. I really heard the Lord give me Psalm 4610, which is be still and know that I am God. And I remember God whispering that to my spirit. And I was like, well, what does that mean, Lord? Because I was desperate to be set free from the pain, the bitterness, the, the anguish that the loss had put me through. And as I looked it up, the verse meant to let go, to surrender, to cause myself to let go. And, and literally, in the Hebrew, it literally says, cause yourself to let go. Little did I know that me hanging on to what I thought should have happened, the thing that I thought that God should have done, the prayer that I thought he should have answered, me hanging on to that literally was poisoning uh, my future and poisoning my present. And it was in the letting go and saying, God, you're the one who created my heart. You're the one who can heal my heart. It was in that letting go that I was able to receive that healing. See, comebacks don't come through external circumstances. Comebacks start in your heart and in your mind first. And when you have a shift of perspective of how God sees what you're going through versus how you and the devil see what you're going through, that's where the comeback starts. Because the healing had to go from head to heart. And after that, I was able to launch onto a show, see the hope that God wanted to give me. Because remember, I was telling, I was even praying this, God, don't put me on American Idol. Like I got the top 50 and this is where the bitterness really was starting to sink in. I said, God, don't put me on American Idol because I'm just going to go up there and look like a fool. I'm going to be crying and a mess and I'm, I'm broken. I'm hurt. And, um, and little did I know that, you know, it was through the internal change that I was able to experience the hope in the external. So, Danny, you've had an incredible personal comeback. I mean, to lose your wife in your 20s, I mean, that is, that is an incredible uh, setback, and it brought you uh, through a very tough time. But God has blessed you and brought a new woman into your life to love and a whole bunch of kids as well. So just tell us a little bit about that and your personal story. You know, Pastor, when I ended up losing my first wife, I'm telling you, I could not see a future without her. And it was even painful to think of moving on. But you know, 
in that story when I was sharing with you of letting go, God opened my heart. See, when he heals your heart, he gives your heart capacity to love again. doesn't mean that you forget what you've had. Our heart has capacity to love more and more and more if we allow God into that space. And uh, one of the days I never saw was that I would get remarried, but I ended up getting remarried and God blessed me with a woman. Her name is Leah Set. That wasn't intimidated by my, my story. See, some people might think, well, oh, how does his first wife take it? And or my second wife take it? She embraces it. She's not intimidated by it because she has a grace for it. God gives you grace. When he gives you grace, you can do anything with his grace. And um, I have four beautiful kids. And I mean, I never knew life could be this good. And, and I know that that might sound challenging to some people. Life can actually be better than what it was before. Um, it changes. And here's the thing. You just have to have an open heart and a willingness to go into areas maybe that you thought you didn't want to go into. And um, God can heal and restore. And so I'm living, honestly, I'm living my best life right now. But it's all because of the goodness of God. It's all because of what his grace did. But remember, I had a choice to be a part of that comeback. We can partner in the prophetic journey of our life with God, or we can shut the door to it. I don't want to be the guy who shuts the door to it because I think I know more than God. I've learned that I know nothing. And so I just got to be open to his ways. And I'm a blessed man. That's great. That's great. And it's just, it's, thank you for giving us a little snapshot into your, your family and personal life. But it's just encouraging for people who've gone through loss. And we've had some loss in our own church here that's really been hard. And to, to believe that God could have something better for you is, uh, is, is hard to believe. But thank you for sharing that with us. We really appreciate that. Well, I, as you know, I've written on comebacks, I've, I've spoken on comebacks, and I, I absolutely believe that anything that externally is going to happen in a comeback first has to happen internally in you. And I talk about even, even a setback mentality. When you're kind of in the setback, your whole mentality is just going over and over in your mind. This is wrong. This shouldn't have happened to me. I'm hurting. And you really do have to shift out of that. And obviously you were able to do that and that, and that led to, to an incredible opportunity now to reach people, minister to people. And that's what music does. So let, let me ask you about a, a song, a couple songs. For instance, the Fighter song. We just did your song two weeks ago here at RCC because we launched a new series called Fight the Fear. And we need to hear that message of we've got to be fighters. We can't give in to the fear. We have to, to fight it. My, my brother-in-law and sister-in-law got married uh, to your song, Tell Your Heart Beat Again. I mean, it's got to be great when people are using your music in weddings and in ministry to really help people. You know, it, it really is an honor. And, and I love, that's so encouraging, Pastor, that you that you're telling me that because I really do, when I, write, when I begin to write a record, I begin to ask the Lord, what are you speaking because, you know, we can follow the systems to get number one hits. There's, there's, you know, there's in every, there's systems that we can follow. But my, my heart is always set out to say, God, what are you saying? I want melodies from heaven. I want lyrics from you. And um, Fighter, you know, that was one of the songs where I was walking through a season. And I'm like, you know, because, Pastor, here's what we can really look at. Like, Life's full of many comebacks because there's many opportunities to go into, uh, to regress into, and to, the, the enemy likes to take hits on us. And, um, and I've noticed this, like, this is the good fight of faith. And as long as we're alive, we're going to be fighting that. I want to come out more refined, more like gold.
and a better person than going down. Um, I think there's a potential of, you know, how waves hit the beach and it erodes the beach and the sand begins to slowly trickle into the ocean. That's what life is. And, and I had a change of perspective because I remember telling God this after I lost my wife and I made it through that. I remember when some bad things would happen again, I would tell God this. I would say, God, I do not want to go through another dark season. Like I hate dark seasons is what I would tell God. Sure. But then as I started, you know, studying life and the word, I just found out that life is full of opportunities. The enemy is like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And he's looking to devour us uh, in this life. And so since we are living here, we might as well make the best of it and become fighters because a fighter with that kind of mentality is always ready. Like we're sober and alert and we know the enemy's walking around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. So since we know that we're saying, bring it on. I'm going to let this build my faith. I'm going to let this make me stronger. I'm going to let this refine me because I'm coming out a fighter. And these are where these songs of hope come from. Tell your heart to beat again. It's because you know what? If we're going to go through it and everyone has to go through it, we might as well just put our boots on, put on the military gear and say, well, let's do this. Let's build myself up into faith. Let's put on the whole armor of God and let's conquer this life. Because the Bible really tells us that it's the good fight of faith. Paul said this. He said, I fought the fight. I kept the faith. I ran the race. And he tells Timothy, now you do it. You know, there's a reward waiting for you. And so um, that's the mentality that we have to have in this life. Yes. Yeah, that's great. You're, you're preaching and, and you're, you're taking my job. Now I'll get to sing and then people will really be in pain and weeping. So let's talk about the comeback song because, you know, I love this song. First time I heard it, you know, my wife's like, you can't believe this guy, Danny Gokey's got like, the perfect song for you. And, and, and I need to know, where does that come from? How did you come up with that song? So specifically, so I go to a church here in Nashville. It's called The Belonging Church. And I've been there since the beginning days. And I have some friends there um, that go there. And one day we were talking we were just texting back and forth. Or when at church, we said, hey, let's write a song together. So we set the date. And here's what I said. I said, guys, let's pray in to see what God is saying. I want to know, honestly. So as we're praying, my friend Cameron, um, we just get this idea for a comeback. And we just really felt it was the Lord. That, that God is the God of all comebacks. And we got into the room that day. And we wrote this song within hours. And we demoed it out. And we knew we had something special. Not only was it special, we felt like it was God was the coach and he was speaking from heaven saying, listen, I got your back. You can do this. Get back up. The thing, you know, the fight may have been fierce this last round, but I'm telling you, you got what it takes. Um, stay in this next round because it's about to go into victory mode for you. And we wrote it and we knew we had prophetic unction from heaven. And it's funny, before I released it, um, I remember watching the Super Bowl. You remember that Super Bowl with Tom Brady and the Falcons, the Patriots and the Falcons? Literally, I watched the greatest comeback unfold in front of my life. And I called my friends. I said, you guys, not only is this prophetic right now for the song we just wrote, but God is creating comebacks so the whole world can see it. Dude, I'm going to just go out on a limb here and I don't care. People can laugh all they want. 
God was in that comeback. I'm not saying for the Patriots or it wasn't about them. God was displaying on TV what kind of comebacks look like and what we as people of faith should expect in our life. I'm telling you, Pastor, it is prophetic. And there is no time frame for people to, there is no, listen, this wasn't for 2017, 2015, or 2019. This is for 2020. This is for 2021. I believe if, if we lean in, God will use things of the world to begin to speak his messages. Like this virus we're going through right now, something's being said from heaven if we're listening and paying attention. But all I know, God is the God of the comeback. Look at Joseph, look at Moses, look at Jesus, look at Peter, look at, I mean, you name it, uh, you know, it's it's all there. Yes, Comebacks it is everywhere. all there. Yeah, it, yeah. it is. Now, I got to tell you, it, that's funny because I'm from New England, so you can imagine how I felt about that comeback and the oh, Patriots. And my, yeah. yeah, it was great. And then literally the, the, that night I got contacted right after the game at like 1130 from Fox News and they're like, you got to write an article. And I was supposed to get on a plane the next morning to Tampa. You got to write an article on this comeback. And literally on the plane, I'm writing it. But I, you know, I, I'm into this stuff and all the principles of comebacks were there for sure. And I do believe God uses things and, and, and gives us pictures to show us what a comeback can look like. But I do want to just go back for a moment to where we are right now. And just, you know, this is like a monumental setback that has taken place in our country. This Sunday is the eighth Sunday that we have not been able to meet together as a church in our physical building. Who would have ever believed that? There, there's 20-some million people that have lost their jobs. There's all kinds of, of fear and, 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 and even paranoia that's taking place. And I believe the message is still there. And, and I, I believe that you, you know that as well, that, that we can have a comeback even in the season we're in right now. We absolutely can. But, you know, you know Hebrews 12 talks about the shaking, that everything that can He said there was, first of all, he said there was a shaking another shaking coming Paul said that or whoever wrote the Hebrews and he said that anything that can be shaken will be shaken um you know the debate is did God cause it did he not cause it I'm not here to debate that what I'm here to say is that shaking always comes um and this is a good opportunity to say God shake me if we and here's why I was scared to pray that but I'm noticing that a lot of us live lives that were uh busy and not necessarily as fruitful as they can be. And I believe God is not only just setting us up for a comeback in our lives, but the uncomfortability was to shake out what was not fruitful, to shake out what was distracting, to shake out if we're listening, you know? And, but this is a setup. This shaking is a setup, Pastor, for those who will lean in to hear the voice of God to become more fruitful than they've ever been, to allow themselves to become more in love with God than they've ever been, to allow themselves to get into a place of relationship with God and effectiveness in this world that they've never been. But it's an uncomfortable revival. But this revival is going to be a revival of fruit in our lives, a revival of walking into destinies and watching the supernatural take place. This is a comeback, but we had to come back out of unfruitfulness. We had to come back out of um, of distraction, come back out of keeping up with the Joneses. Um, you know, my, my, my spiritual father, he said the Lord showed him something that it was now the church was not going to be so much more about church 
uh, growth, it was going to be more about church reach now. It's even making churches, I believe, more fruitful to say, well, you know what? How do we reach more people for the gospel? Because this shaking has made a lot of people hungry. Um, you know, buildings are great. And I believe in having building the most beautiful buildings. But I think now some of the focus is going to change. And I think, isn't that, isn't that what a shaking is supposed to do? Isn't that what trials are supposed to do? The Bible talks about, we, you know, that it tests our faith and makes us come out, you know, like gold if we respond correctly. So I'm excited for what's next. I'm excited about it too. I really am. I know there's a lot of fear and, and I believe that, that we are being shaken and I believe that there are all kinds of, ben I think the benefits and blessings are already being shown and I think there's going to be more and more of them in the days to come and we're going to see that God's going to turn this around for good and there is going to be more creativity and innovation and fruitfulness than maybe ever before and God will ultimately use this and we will have a marvelous comeback and I appreciate your words of, of encouragement for our people to hear that and for everyone that's joining us today to know that God brings comebacks even if we have to go through shakings before that happens. And it's been great to have you with us today. We're going to finish out actually by showing you sing your song, The Comeback, which is just uh, such a great message and such a great performance. It's been marvelous to have you with us today, Danny. God bless you as you continue to be used by God in your ministry in the days to come. Thank you. Thank you for letting me spend time with you in the church today and to everyone online. Um, God bless you guys. And let's let's just, man, let's just let God shake because the, the comeback that we're about to see is, I mean, it's going to blow our minds. Appreciate you guys. Amen. Amen. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in and we look forward to you joining us for our next episode. 